Hello, friends. There's lots of interesting things coming up in the Stoic Coffee community, so make sure that you sign up for my newsletter on my website at stoic.coffee. You can also follow me on Twitter at stoiccoffee and on Instagram at stoic.coffee, and you can find my LinkedIn page by searching for Stoic Coffee Break on LinkedIn. Now, I also wanted to let you know that I'm starting a mastermind for tech entrepreneurs as the world of tech is accelerating, and I've had people reaching out to me for a group grounded in Stoic principles. I'll be your facilitator as we tackle some of the big questions in tech using the tools of Stoicism. I have a few spots left for senior tech entrepreneurs and decision makers to join me for a one-hour bi-weekly session. I'll be interviewing candidates to form a tight group for the first cohort of five people, plus myself. Now, if you're interested in joining this, please reach out to me at masterminds at stoic.coffee. Now, again, that's masterminds at stoic.coffee. Thanks again, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, and I appreciate your support. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Stoic Coffee Break. My name is Eric Cloward. One of the hazards of being alive is the fact that we're never going to please everybody. We're going to do things that people simply won't like, and people are going to criticize us whatever it is that we're doing. And in the 21st century, this is nowhere more apparent than on social media. So this week's episode is about how to be your best online and to not feed the trolls. So before I begin today's episode, I want to make a call out to my listeners and I'm going to be working on a few episodes about how to create a meaningful life. And I'd really love to hear from you about how you create a meaningful life or what are the things that are important in your life that give it meaning for you. So if you could go to my website at www.stoic.coffee and drop me an email to let me know what things you find meaningful. Or if you are an anchor, you can also drop me a voicemail under the Stoic Coffee Break website from Anchor, and I'd really appreciate that. So on with today's episode. You know, I'm always amazed and saddened by a lot of the hate and vitriol that I see online, um, especially towards women. And it seems as if my the anonymity of being online, that there's the separation in the digital world and that people don't feel like they're talking to a real person. So when I read comments and the like from others saying things that they would probably never say in person, it, it always kind of shocks me. I mean, but then when you think about it, some of that social pressure to, to not be an asshole just simply gets ignored. I mean, some of the things that I read online, I mean, if, if you were at a party and someone said that to another person, I mean, Basically, everybody in the party would just be like, hey, that's just way out of line. And I think that this online distance gives people or they feel like they have a license to express things, you know, with no holds barred and to just let their most vulgar selves come out. And I think this is a real problem. So how do we deal with this kind of criticism? How do we deal with the vitriolic tweets and the Facebook trolls? Now, Epictetus said, when somebody criticizes you, they do so because they believe they are right. They can only go by their views, not yours. If their views are wrong, then it is they who will suffer the consequences. Keeping this in mind, treat your critics with compassion. When you are tempted to get back at them, remind yourself, they did what seemed to them to be the right thing to do. And what Epictetus is reminding us here is that someone else's opinion is just that, their opinion. 
and their opinion has very little to do with you, but it says a lot about them. What they are expressing is their view of the world, and often if they don't have anything to truly criticize, other than the fact that they don't like your point of view, it often shows that they're just insecure about themselves, and they don't like the facts presented because it threatens that worldview. And I see this in a lot of political areas. And in politics, people will generally adopt an us-versus-them mentality, where anything that doesn't come from their team is wrong. And often all they can do when it comes down to you know disagreeing with somebody is just threaten or, or throw out insults at the author, because they don't have any real counter-arguments to, to offer up. So the next thing that Epictetus advises us is to have compassion for our critics. And why is that? I mean, why should we be compassionate towards somebody who says, you know, mean and cruel and all kinds of vulgar things to us? Well, because they're the ones that are suffering if their views are wrong. I mean, the fact that they can be so cruel so quickly tells you that they're most likely pretty unhappy and pretty insecure if they can get so easily riled up and immediately flip over to throwing insults at people. And the easiest way to do this, to have more compassion towards them and to not let these things get to you, is just simply look at the facts. If all they have to offer up is insults, well, it's pretty easy to dismiss what they had to say because there aren't any facts involved. But if they actually had something factual and logical to say, then you should actually kind of be happy about that because now you have something more to add to your knowledge base and that you might have learned something from this. If they're giving you facts that you didn't have before, you can be like, oh, great. Now I have something new to add to this idea and to this argument. And that's a way to improve yourself. So Marcus Aurelius said, I've often wondered how it is that every man loves himself more than all the rest of men, but yet sets less value on his own opinion of himself than the opinion of others. And I know that I've brought this up multiple times on this podcast, but it's such a great quote. And I think it's really important for for us to remember this. Because when somebody disagrees with us, how do we react? Do we get riled up? Do we dash off an angry tweet to our critics? Why are we feeling angry anyway? If we're acting in a way that we are proud of, then nothing that someone else says should upset us. And usually when we act in a way that comes from anger, then we're insecure about something. But if we're secure in who we are and we're holding up to our values, then the opinions of others don't matter. When we get into a flame war with a critic, then we're no longer in charge of ourselves. When we let the opinions of others dictate our actions, then we are giving them control of us and our emotions. If we get mad or depressed because of somebody else's criticism, then we've given them control over our emotions. And in that case, then we become a victim. So how should we act online and in real life when we're giving criticism to others? Marcus Aurelius said, if it is not right, do not do it. If it is not true, do not say it. This simple maxim should be our guide in what we say and do. And this has been something that's been repeated all throughout history. I mean, as far back as Jiminy Cricket, who said, let your conscience be your guide. Or as more recent as Will Wheaton said, don't be a dick. Because most of us know when we're being an ass and when we're not living up to our best selves. If we have something helpful and honest to contribute, then we should do so. And if not, then it's probably just best to leave well enough alone. Because spending time arguing with online trolls is pretty much a waste of time for both sides. 
and you really don't change anyone's mind. And usually you just end up getting dragged through a bunch of shit and each side gets more dug in and more convinced that they're on the right side. The world is full of haters. It's just a fact of life. And as we spend more and more time online and less and less time in person, and as political divisions become a lot wider, I think we're only going to see upticks in this kind of vitriol. And we need to be sure that we don't get sucked up into that vortex of online hate because it doesn't really do any of us any good. By taking that time to be thoughtful in our responses of how we treat other people, to have compassion for our critics and understand that they're coming from a place where they think they're doing what is best, then we could be part of the solution and not part of the problem. And that's the Stoic Coffee Break for today. Be good to each other and be good to yourselves. And thanks for listening. Hey friends, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you like what you hear, I would really appreciate if you could help support me by making a pledge on Patreon. You can find me at patreon.com slash stoiccoffee. Even just a small amount helps in keeping this podcast going. Also, head on over to my website at www.stoic.coffee and sign up for our weekly newsletter. And lastly, if you know someone that might like or could benefit from this podcast, please share it with them. Word of mouth is one of the best ways to help this podcast grow. Thanks again for listening.